Hey, what's up you guys? This is the Nomads Podcast. Welcome back. Glad to see you guys. It's another Monday. Glad you guys made it through Thanksgiving week. I know I've been I'm kind of stuck eating turkey for the rest of the month. I mean, I'm halfway through it. But all I got left is turkey. So, I'll figure something out. But I hope you guys had a good, happy Thanksgiving. And for those of you who don't celebrate Thanksgiving, then I hope you guys had a... How my bad? Uh... I hope you guys at least have a great had a great meal during the week, um, or at least went Black Friday shopping. I did see a lot of good sales for some kitchen stuff. But uh, welcome back uh, again. If you ever want to reach out to me, there's Adept Apron on Instagram. If not, you can hit up the podcast at No Mods, N O underscore M O D S zero zero nine. And um, I'm glad you guys made it back for another episode. Uh, the holidays were pretty hectic for some people. I saw a lot of bad news about traveling, but I don't know. But let me know what you guys made. Uh, I helped out with the turkey a bit. Ended up using a cavern or er, a pretty cheap cabernet instead of the random gallon of wine that has a random wine name, which I'm assuming is a blended wine. Um, but I mean. Does it make a difference? I don't know. Everybody enjoyed it a lot more. But I ended up making all the sides. So everybody liked my mashed potato. It's been a while since I made mashed potato with russets. Which we can get into details. I mean, everyone likes their own version of mashed potatoes. I even heard there's a mashed potato recipe with uh, mayo in it. Which it sounded weird at first. But then it kind of does make sense because... Uh, internationally, a lot of people eat mayo with their French, or eat French fries with, yeah, they put mayo <laughs> on their French fries, um, but it makes sense, I'm, I'm not tripping out, um, but I, 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 basically I got roasted potatoes, and then, uh, just added some, heated up some milk, because I didn't buy cream, added some butter to it. And then when I started folding the potatoes in with the cream, I added some sour cream. Because I was wondering, er, it curdles. Fuck. Lesson learned. I should have remembered that lesson. <laughs> um, note to self, don't add sour cream to your mashed potatoes. Because it'll curdle. Well, lesson learned. <laughs> um... Damn, I probably already said this, but, like, I'm probably stuck with eating turkey for the rest of the month. Probably till I already froze half of it, so I need to eat. No, um, <laughs> I'm just keeping to myself right now. Um, I don't know, but besides Thanksgiving, uh, I've kind of been vibing out, you know. I, I understand there's gluten-free and vegan options for pies, and I hadn't... A gluten-free Olala berry pie, and that was, uh, yeah. I I won't get into detail. It was kind of disappointing. Um, and before I continue rambling, uh, just to give you guys an update. I'll probably make these podcasts a little bit shorter now, just cause um, so I can fit it, so I can make an episode every week, and um, I can actually post it uh on Monday rather than later in the week, but. We'll see what happens. You never know. Um, 
I could just buy the subscription, but we'll see how it goes. I might be more comfortable with the 20 minute scheme because um, I was thinking about it, right? Which I understand these past six episodes have all been me rambling or sharing my thoughts, which uh, it was me. Well, we, we, between you and me, like I, I know that and I've been trying to like organize my thoughts and like how do I want to approach this podcast, right? And then past few episodes, or past couple episodes, I started talking a little more about food and like a little bit like of behind the scenes in the kitchen and started thinking to myself, well, I did make the logo look like an order ticket. The whole, the whole idea is that like no mods means like you order something and you're not going to modify it. So there's no mods on it. So I was thinking maybe I should take that. At, and then I took it even a step further, right? Like people who get the order tickets are the people that get, or are usually the cooks, right? Or like the staff or the waiting staff. And then I realized technically within a 20 minute window is the pro or is the max amount of time it should take for you to get your food or to get service, right? From beginning to end. Uh, that being said, it becomes once you're seated, it's like about a five minute window, then server, then drinks. And then drinks should be, or it depends how the server wants to like handle you, obviously. Um, but there is an algorithm, or there is a method to the madness, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah. Um, but a 20 minute window. So I think I might model my podcast around that way. So, which would also bring it to a point where like, I need to follow through and not ramble as hard. I need to like get my bearings, give you guys and <laughs> I'll put up the order and, uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. You know, the order being obviously the podcast and hopefully I manage to entertain you guys for the next 20 minutes, you know? And I think I like that approach. Like, it's kind of, I think it's pretty clever. It's gotten more form than the other podcasts, because I know, um, I, I've been listening back to them. <laughs> um, I listened to, uh, which one was it? Uh, I didn't know. Have you listened to the theme song? I don't know how good it is on headphones, but like, I played it in the car. And that, I didn't know there was that much bass in it, but if you have a chance, play the intro with some good speakers and that'll be a fun ride. And then apologies about the episode with me in the car. I know the audio was shit, my bad. Um, but I think I figured out how we want to record it, how I want to move forward with it. So now I feel like it has legs. So now we just got to develop a body. Um, kind of like talking about the tomato sauce, you know, like, all right, we got everything in the pot. Now we just got to make it better which by letting it cook, simmer, et cetera, et cetera. That can be said for like any other ingredient or any other sauce. Which would lead to my next point because um, I don't know about if you guys are watching the World Cup, but I currently am and... I'm staying up late, and it's already 2, it's already 3 a.m., 
I could technically watch a soccer game right now, but uh, I'm getting distracted. But going back to like, um, like everything's in the pot and letting it cook and develop flavor is. I started looking into a little bit into the what the how do you say the cuisine in Qatar, which I was very curious because I know it's in the it's a Middle Eastern country, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so I started wondering about like what what do they eat in? Oh, uh, to be honest, I'm not entirely familiar with Middle Eastern food, cause uh, at least in my area, there you don't see a lot of uh, Middle Eastern food. Cause I know people confuse Mediterranean with Middle Eastern, but I think there's a huge distinction between the two. Um, but that being said, uh started looking at some of like the typical dishes in Qatar and then I was kind of impressed or not impressed but like it piqued my curiosity just like or for a while I started looking into or for Lent I tend to go vegetarian so I started looking into um, Indian food a little bit more because I thought I would lean more towards vegetarian which someone recommended recommended me um dang I always forget the name but it's a Oh my god. It's curried kidney beans. It's Rajima something. And I always forget the name. But I started looking into some of the Middle Eastern food and it's not similar, but like it it is in a similar vein, but they just add more meat to it. Like the one that really caught my attention was uh I'm gonna kill the name on this. <laughs> um Kosa Mashi. <laughs> it's uh Pretty much zucchini stuff with the ground lamb vegetables and seasoned with parsley and mint. And, like, I'm pretty sure you can, like, leave out the meat and it'll still be vegetarian, you know. And, um, I don't know. But there's, there's like, a few other options that caught my attention. Like, uh, what was this other one? Oh, the saluna. It's kind of like a, like a beef stew. And it seemed kind of spicy because it had garlic and ginger, which you may be wondering, how does that make it spicy? It's like, uh, or it's probably not spicy, but like, I'm pretty sure you can like, uh, add a little bit of sauce on, you know, a little bit of, a little bit, and it's, which if you didn't know what that means, uh, I don't know what to tell you. You gotta, you gotta level up a little bit, you know, but hopefully I can help you level up. <laughs> Oh man, my bad. I, I sounded too cocky for myself, and I had to laugh it off. <laughs> oh man, but uh, that being the case, um, I would say, or not to fit the, or you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's start with how do you say, or how would I say it? <laughs> Better yet, um. I would say uh, this week, try to pick a dish you've been wanting to make or caught your attention and just try to commit to making it. Um, my suggestion is uh, do your research because you'd be surprised at how much it actually helps because um, some instructions will say chop, some instructions will say dice. I would say if you don't, and start by looking at the final product. 
because you've never had it, usually looking at it and reading a description will help you approach it a little bit better. Uh, sorry about that. I'm kind of, it's been cold lately. I got, I got a runny nose. Um, pero, chop and dice, two different things, but depending what you're making, it will matter because the dice is usually more for presentation and you don't really see it if it's going to be like folded into something else which is in chopped chopped would be more like in a stew or like a chili or like excuse me uh stir fry and um so like like i said take your time uh garlic's a weird one because there is chopped garlic and there is minced garlic and the only thing i would suggest is look at read the instructions if it says add if you're starting at a high heat and it says add garlic just be very careful because if you add um minced garlic to a hot pan high high chances your garlic will burn really fast if it's chopped garlic you have a little bit more time so once you add your garlic just keep an eye on it and if or usually what I tend to do is not throw in the garlic by itself. Usually, I either, if, you, if you're not scared and you're willing to commit to being fast, it's um, what you would say in a kitchen is called the mise en place, everything in its place. So I would suggest having um, your garlic ready in one hand and then having a bowl of stuff you're going to add immediately after so as soon as you hit it with the garlic you got a hot pan hot oil garlic boom don't even think about it reach over bam and just start going because um if you let the garlic sit for too long it's gonna burn which you can catch it in time where the garlic just fries but you're it's all about timing which at the same time like like i just said if you fry it a little bit it's fine but like it's all it's also your personal preference or however you want to make it right because at the end of the day i mean uh i feel like the biggest lesson to learn is um if you're not sure if you're making a new dish and you're not sure what it's supposed to taste like and then you make it and you're not very happy with it i would say eat it not so not because you've you've committed to it and you made something edible right but it's more about the fact that you learn from your mistake like like if you committed to cooking it then you should commit to eating it because it's part of the process which comes to like the mindset of a lot of um people that i would say that are very dedicated to their craft or dedicated to the kitchen which uh it's hard to say if it makes you a chef or not but like I think it does put you in the proper mindset that I need to make something edible, not just for me, but for the person next to me, right? Like, if I eat good food, then the person next to me has to eat good food as well. Like, something to wrap your head around. Uh, it's interesting. Um, but, like I said, eat, eat the food, even if you're not too happy with it. Because then, the next next time you decide to make it you learn from your mistakes and then it'll make make it taste that much better like 
it's a lot more rewarding because it's a journey. Like you didn't um, como se dice. Like your hard work paid off. I was literally about to say that in Spanish, but like I I know how to say that in English. Um, and uh, I'm getting pretty hyped up because I can see my little uh, voice monitor popping off right now. Um, sorry about that. A bit screechy. Um, but I would say that's the moral of the story. Um, which the philosophy is um, follow the recipe. Uh, which is debatable. Like I said, going back to the garlic thing, if you find it easier to cook with chopped garlic rather than minced garlic, then just go with chopped garlic because you're just going for the flavor profile. Um, going back to the chopped onion and diced onion thing, um, if you're barely learning how to use a knife, I would say just stick with chopping because a dice, a good dice is hard to do. Or it's not hard to do. or It's hard to do if you're scared of your knife. Um, but I have seen some very, uh, safe ways of, di of dicing an onion. So, but it's debatable, uh, if you would call it a dice, but if it works, it works, right? Um, and then I think just to circle back to your, to the mashed potatoes thing, um, just cause a lot of people, <laughs> you'd be surprised at uh, the amount of, uh, conversations I've had about mashed potatoes um uh first of all making mashed potatoes simmer your potatoes don't boil um make sure you salt your potatoes or salt the water that's boiling with the potatoes and um because you and the whole boiling thing is because you're not making potato soup you're making mashed potatoes and mashed potatoes is cooked potato and it's milled and you have granules of soft potato that are very absorbent. And that's when you want to fold in. Like it's light and fluffy. So you want to fold in your um, whatever you're going to uh, hit it with. Which is either butter or cream. So you fold it. And make sure your buttercream are hot. Because that's the most crucial part. Or else you get like a really dense doughy mashed potato. Um, oh man. I'm hungry. Um. What was the other point I was trying to make? The I was backtrack a little bit. The mill, the mashed potatoes. Oh, and then the biggest tip that has saved me from ever, or the biggest tip that's helped me when I make mashed potatoes, so I can like have it cooking and then multitask with something else, is only add enough water to cover your potatoes, because if you give potatoes room. It'll begin to crumble and turn into mush, which is what you don't want. You want your potatoes to stay intact and 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 until they become fork tender. Cause um all the crumbles that fall out turn into mush and it kind of um it doesn't provide a good texture to your mashed potatoes. And you can kinda say it's already mashed potato like, but like it's technically um like potato granules that have the like super soaked in the um, super soaked in the liquid, right? So it's kind of just watery potatoes that you're gonna put into your mashed potatoes with cream and da da da. Which, I mean, I think that's one thing you need to learn. I don't know how to explain it other than make sure your for your potatoes are whole 
tender and uh, ready to be uh, mashed or uh, milled. And um, and uh, you're welcome to cut the potatoes whatever size you like, but you just got to keep an eye on it. Um, smaller the potato, the faster it cooks. But uh, you just got to be careful it doesn't like uh, soak in too much water. I tend to, every potato is about the size of your hand, or the size of the palm of your hand. Uh, I would just cut it in four. Pop, pop, pop. Now you might be saying, what size is my hand? Um, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, uh, well, you'll figure it out. Just use your best judgment, but uh, just don't make sure you make sure potatoes don't boil. Make sure they simmer. Add salt, and you'll be set. And heat up your cream and butter. Well, on that note, I managed to um, entertain you guys for another day. Hopefully. I didn't ramble for too long. I know I started kind of like feeling myself and then I got serious. <laughs> um, but on that note, I hope you guys had a happy Thanksgiving. Again, you can reach out to me at, at Depth Apron on Instagram. And uh, you can reach out to the podcast at NO underscore mods, M-O-D-S, 009. And I uh, hope you guys have a great week. Happy Monday. And... Um, Oh, and get those Cyber Monday sales. I don't know if you guys had your eyes on anything, but I uh, hope you guys have a great week. Uh, lovely talking to you guys. Have a good week. Even though I said it three times, have a good week. <laughs>